Realms of peril and glory will begin after these short messages. Who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested, and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What does feminism mean to you? During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I'll use my background in journalism to dive into topics that matter to women today, from divorce to call-out culture to masculinity to girls' confidence. Season two of Thread the Needle finds the meeting place between feminist ideals and the realities of women's lives. Listen to Thread the Needle wherever you get your podcasts. We'd like to thank our patrons, Mother of Ferrets, Lisa Eggleston, and Courtney Jenkins for their support in making Realms of Peril and Glory possible. If you'd like to join these fine folks and help make this independent podcast a reality, then head over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic, where you can get some great perks like ad-free listening, bonus shows, and a lot more. Coincidentally, High School of Horror premiered about a year ago, but it premiered first on Patreon. So if you'd like to get even more of our games, then you can head over there and hear them first. Again, that's patreon.com slash lightandtragic. Welcome back to Realms of Peril and Glory! We are here playing Dead Channel, a one-page RPG by the fantastic designer Grant Howitt. Now, I am here today with Maddie Searle. Hello. James Barbarossa. Hello. And Laura Gerling. Hello. Now, normally at this point, I get people to introduce their characters, uh, mm. but I'm actually going to save that until further into the story, and we'll have a, a moment for each of you to introduce your characters to everyone. Uh, so... This game is a one-page RPG that you can just find online. I've got the link below. It is free for you to access the rules. Uh, and it is by the fantastic designer whose games we've played before uh, with The Witch is Dead, Grant Howitt. Uh, this is a game all about being in a straight-to-VHS horror film. It is uh, quite simply fantastic. Uh, this game will feature some horror-based imagery, uh, so if, if you're not feeling 100% on board with that, just skip on down and also check the uh, show notes for content warnings and stuff like that. 
Um, so, all that said, I'm just going to hop on in, guys. Yeah? Sound good? Yes. Damn. Okay. Go on. It's sunset in the middle of July. Crickets are chirping outside your open window. A light breeze blows through, carrying the crisp scent of a summer's evening. Fireworks explode in the distance as children tear down your road on bicycles, yelling raucously at each other as they go. You let out a sigh as you pick up your television remote and start to channel surf. Your plans for tonight were cancelled. You've not got anything to prepare for tomorrow, and it's too late to run any errands. You are utterly without anything to do. As you flip through the channels, you see your average late-night fare. You shuffle through a late-night talk show, a rerun of some old animated shows, and finally you stumble on something that catches your eye. Since blare from your television as names you don't recognize begin to fade up on the screen. With a twinge of excitement, you realize you found tonight's entertainment. The title of this unearthed relic of a bygone era of TV movies blasts onto the screen with a great boom. High School of Horrors. You settle in for an evening of camp-filled terrors as we move into the TV. through dark moonlit leaves as wolves howl and bolt past. In the distance, the bright glow of a campfire silhouettes four figures draped in long hooded robes. They stand in a circle. As you move closer, you hear the chanting. They chant over and over again until a rustling in the forest breaks their flow. From the trees comes a fifth hooded figure dragging a young man through the woods. The figure shoves the boy into the circle who tightly encircle him. Uh, what do you want, man? Let me go. I just want a couple of beers, dude. Just leave me alone. Uh. He attempts to push out of the circle, but the hooded figures simply force him back until he tumbles to the ground. They begin their chanting again as they close their ranks tighter around him, pushing him closer and closer to the fire as they approach until finally one of the figures draws a shining silver dagger. The inscription on the blade is legible for but a moment, reading Canalis Sanguis Vitae before it is plunged deep into the heart of the young man who looks up at the figure in shock for a second before bright red blood begins to leak from his mouth. He stumbles back and falls onto the open fire, which erupts in a huge unnatural burst of flames. The shrieks and chants of the figures reach an ear-splitting climax as each of your eyes burst open. 
Cass, Chad, and Lex. Your hearts are racing and your breath is coming in ragged gasps as you sit bolt upright in your bed. Thank goodness it was only a dream. Lex, I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself and your bedroom. Right, so Lex Beckford is very clearly supposed to be kind of like vaguely unattractive, right? But obviously <laughs> the film couldn't cast you you couldn't cast somebody who's not attractive. No. That would that's just not no. how Hollywood Yuck. works, right? So very clearly <laughs> he is like kind of buff but in a lean way, incredibly tight sort of clothing at basically all times, but he wears glasses and has like one hair out of place in his fringe. So he's just like <laughs> Ew. Uh, I'm such an outsider. Um, he's probably he's probably wearing like he's probably just just wearing what he would normally wear, which is uh, like a like a velvet shirt, kind of open down, sort of b- most of the way to his navel, with like laced up sort of cuffs. Uh, just really like I'm a real child of the night, real outsider type. Nobody understands me. Uh, I imagine his room is probably full of like he he reckons it's really edgy, but it's like le- it's like Led Zeppelin and like yeah. the Rolling Stones <laughs> and a secret yeah. Simon and Garfunkel album that he plays only when <laughs> it's him, except he accidentally puts it on quote unquote every time somebody comes over, so everyone knows that he's like sensitive, you know. <laughs> Uh, so that I'd imagine that amazing. And uh, as you get ready for the day, you remember you've got detention today, oh. and it's Saturday. Oh. This ought to be illegal, like absolutely. This is not like school controlled time, you know. Definitely against the law. How are you gonna get to the school today? Uh, probably like sit really sullen at the table. And just like pout until my mum gives me a lift. <laughs> and then just be like, whatever, I don't want to go anyway. Um, honey, did you need a ride to school today? Oh, you, w- you would ask. Of course, you have to remind <laughs> me of my pain, of my suffering. Well, maybe if we, maybe if we behaved a little better, we wouldn't be going to school on a <sighs> Saturday. Hmm. I behave this way because of you. <laughs> Sure thing, my love. Do you need a lunch? Ugh. Only if only if we have ham in. Do we have ham in? Yes, I can make you a ham and cheese. Then yes, I'll have ham. Then yes, I'll have lunch. Yes, obviously. All right, all right. I'll make you I'll make you lunch, Ugh. honey. And your mom makes you a little uh ham and cheese sandwich. You would make me lunch, mom, you bitch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that in the movie that's bleeped out, but like you would make you would make me lunch, mum. You bench. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay. Amazing. Well, we are going to head over to the Bradwick family home as you wake up, Chad. Tell us a little bit about yourself and where you are in your room. 
Yeah, so my name is Chad and I really love sports. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's a personality. Any sport, any sport, name it, I love it. So my room, right, it's painted like a nice masculine dark blue because, you know, I'm I'm a man, you know, I need to show that I'm tough. You know, the scent of like lynx fills the air in my room and i've got a great big like are they called pennants they're like it's, it's i think it's called something else in america it's it's like the sports uh, no no sorry no 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 i mean the sorry the, the big like sports flag yeah game triangles yeah yeah, yeah game triangles yeah so i've got a big big uh pennant above my bed that just says go team on it i'm putting on my it say what it team? Just says, get, no just says game no no but no that's that's actually the the poster i've got above of my course. mirror just of uh a guy in like full football uniform like the helmet the i don't know pads um he stood there his arms folded can you fold your arms yeah he stood there in his arms folded and it just says game, game. um and I, I i look at that i look at that as i get ready and i'm like yeah you know what I may have got detention on a Saturday, but I'm going to smash this. I'm going to do it. You learn through your mistakes. I'm going to go to this detention and I'm going to live my life from then on, then on onwards in, and be the champion. In precisely the same mood that you're be. in every single day in every single situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you getting to school today, Chad? I'm going to take my sweet new car. Of course. Do I drive? <laughs> yeah, your sweet new car that your parents bought. Yeah, absolutely yeah. you drive. Uh what just sweet. tell me about your car. Oh, it's real sick. So it's got flame decals on the side. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, I've heard they make you go real fast. Um and I mean I, I always drive at the speed limit because you know, you gotta risk you gotta respect the rules. But it's nice to know that if I did want to go really fast, I could go really fast. Um, sure. And the car's dark blue as well, because you know, that's that's my team's colour, I reckon. Very masculine colour, um, dark blue. Yeah, yeah, it's masculine. Um, that's a shame. It would probably go fast it, if it, it was red. Everyone knows reds are fast. Yeah, well, the the this was a whole debate I had, but you see, red is the color of like the the rival sports Uh, team, so I can't be seen driving around in a red car. That would just be real bad for me. No. (laughs) Um, So as you Um, go out to the driveway where your red your 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 flamed up decal car uh, is, your dad uh, Dad Bradwick is kind of leaned up against the car. All right, there, sport. Yo, Dad, I love you, man. And I pull him into like a big like uh, hug tackle thing. Oh, I love thing. you too, buddy. Um, listen, we got to talk about this. You can't be getting detention on a Saturday. You're gonna ruin your ride, son. <sighs> you want to jeopardize your scholarships to college? No, I really don't. I really want to get into college, and I know this is the only way I'm gonna be able to exactly. get in. Exactly. You it, don't you know have that- a brain. The only way you're going to get a ride is if you play the ball. You know that Evan kid? You know the Evan kid that I told you about? It was him. It was him. And he was picking on my sister. So what was I going to do? Was I just going to let him not be in a bin? Was I going to let him stand right next to a bin and not be upside down in that bin? Guys, screw around. I get it. I get it. I just got to protect this family's name, you know? No, I get it. But look, is this the first time or the last time? It'll be the last time, Dad, I promise. That's what I thought. Now get going, bucko. I'm gonna make you proud, Dad! <laughs> he pats you on the butt and uh, sends you on your way. <laughs> yeah! Dad stuff. And you know, butt pats, dad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we're gonna head over, finally, to the house of 
Cassidy Ferguson, or rather how she likes to be known, Cass. So Cass, tell me a bit about yourself and your room. Yeah, my room is just like wall to wall covered in posters. It's got like these shitty local punk bands that I think are awesome because they're the only punk bands that I could sneak out and go and see live because live is best fucking thing. And uh, but secreted away in in a drawer in one of my dressers is the complete works of Shakespeare. But I don't take it out. I only take it out when I'm sure no one's watching because that would be really uncool. Um, And even my alarm clock is like blasting punk music at 7 a.m. and everything everything I do is just a cry for attention. My parents <laughs> argue all the time. They're just constantly yelling at each other. Um if if they even just looked at me, that would be great. But yeah. maybe one of these days, maybe I'll do something so outrageous they actually like give me eye contact. That would be that would be sweet. One of these days, maybe that'll happen. All you hear uh, as you wake up is Fucking typical. Back and forth, back and forth all morning. Must be Saturday. (laughs) So how are you going to try and get to school? Um, I think I went to the local junkyard and fixed up a motorcycle. And it's really janky and gross and um, still in the process of being cleaned and fixed up and makes an awful noise but um yeah but I, it's my baby and i love it okay amazing so yeah you uh you hop on your motorcycle uh and you can start to make your way over to high school so we're going to arrive at Shermer high school You all begin to arrive at your high school. It is an impossibly large building containing a pool, a gymnasium, auditorium, cafeteria, art studio, science lab, computer lab, and more. On top of that, it's all state of the art. As of about 15 years ago, as you arrive outside of the school, you see the empty empty parking lot and the school sign reading Shermer High School. So I'm going to roll a uh, another d6 to see who, who gets there first. Uh, Lex, it's you. You get there first. You pull up outside of Shermer High School with your mom. Okay, well, have a nice day, honey. Uh, uh, yeah, well, you have a nice day. Try, to, try to study, uh, okay? Nah, I wouldn't do that because I'm not a poser. Okay. Like you. Okay, honey. I'll see you later. All right. Mom, I love you. I love you too. Right. <laughs> Your mom drives away. Uh, you see another car pull up, and out of the the car, uh, kind of this big minivan, uh, comes uh, your arch rival. It's Chloe Clearwater. Great. Oh. Chloe again. Hey, Lex. <gasps> Chloe, you would be here. What are you in for? Last time I remembered, our little scuffle got me in detention, but not you. Yeah, well, I just had to try extra hard to get here, I guess. Oh, Some of us, it's why? a little wanna... easier than others. 
You didn't want to, like, see me or anything, did you? No, why would I want to see uh, you? Good. Uh. I don't want to see me either. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Good. Ew. To you as well, You're obviously. So also. weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ugh. Shut up, Chloe. You're gonna, you're gonna bottom out in your twenties. <laughs> Jokes on you. I've been held back. I'm already in my twenties. <laughs> oh no, this is gonna make any potential relationships between us real problematic. Real weird. I overlooked that for the <laughs> no. case of drama. Uh, <laughs> next, uh, a uh, a rad motorcycle <laughs> rips into the parking lot, uh, and. Cass uh, arrives. Cool motorcycle, weirdo. Fuck you. And I just walk backwards with my, with <sighs> my birds oh flipping. My Cass is so cool. <sighs> Such weirdos. I can't believe I have to spend the day with that. And then uh, a uh, another kind of little minivan kind of pulls up. Doesn't even pull into the... Uh, doesn't even pull into the parking lot. Just a kid, a little tiny skinny kid gets shoved out. Uh, and he's like, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, papa. Oh. And the van just drives away. Says, uh, this is a little Billy Boyd. Oh, hi, guys. How are you doing? He's got really thick coat glasses on. Oh. Wow. Everything all right? Yeah. Uh. Shut up, you try hard. I can't oh. believe you try so hard to appease everyone in this in this poserville. Just because you're going to go on to play Pippin in Lord of the Rings doesn't mean you're cool. Doesn't mean you're smart or good. Okay, I guess. That's fine. <laughs> Stop. You'll make me, like, feel, like, sad for you or whatever. Um, and Dude, shut up. You're drawing attention away from me. Everyone's supposed to feel sad about me. That's a really nice motorcycle. <laughs> uh... Did you, did you like make it? Yeah, actually, I, I I went I went to the junkyard and I just threw some shit together. It was like, wasn't even nice. that hard. Cool. I had a motorcycle, but I like uh-huh. probably dumped it somewhere. Uh-huh. You know. That, yeah. Why did you do that? Despite my mom. They're like really. To expensive. like upset my mom. Yeah. To like. Yeah. Like that makes how no sense. Yeah, you don't make any sense, Chloe. <sighs> I just want to understand. At you. least I'm not a fucking. Weirdo! <laughs> quarterback! Wait, I'm not the quarterback. Kicker! <laughs> you win! Uh, next up, uh, pulling up in his rad blue uh, car with the red flames on the side uh, is Chad Bradwick, quarterback of the Sherman Lobsters. Oh, I can't believe everyone got here before me. They must have been in like red cars or something. Hey, Chad, how are you doing? Chloe! And I give her like a sport <laughs> handshake. Is that, is that a thing? Oh, so good. Why are you here? Like, I can't believe you of all people got roped into this. <laughs> I know, right? It's so lame. So like, you know, you know, Evan. Yeah. You know, oh, Evan the lobster. Evan's such a fucking weirdo. Oh, yeah. So he was picking on my little sister. And you know, I'm not, I'm not going to have that. Like, I know Addie finds things a little bit hard sometimes. Yeah. And she's not, you know, like the coolest I mean, person. But like, if she weren't your don't, sister, don't I straight up would have dunked her head in a toilet. You better shut your mouth, Chloe. Oh, wow. You've got a real problem. If you dunk her head in a toilet, I'll dunk Look, your head in the toilet. I understand. She's your sister. But my 
guys, she's like lame. You need to fix that up. She's gonna have a, she's totally gonna have an effect on your reputation if you're not careful. <laughs> See, I'm hoping she'll go through one of those phases where she like hangs out with like some cooler girls and then they give her a yeah, makeover. And, I don't like, think she she's even in that off and she just Yeah, that would never happen. <laughs> No one in the world ever has their just glasses come off and they're hot underneath. Doesn't exist. Lex has, Lex has like run off and come back around again, so he's the last one in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys got here early poses. Oh, you're sweaty. Have you been out for a morning run? Sports! <sighs> I'm weirdly always sweaty, but in a glisteny kind of way rather than in a gross way, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Do you want some body spray? And I'll like hand him my like gross. Yeah, just axe body, body spray. spray. I would never do that, dude. But if you could like wait until everyone else gets out of the way, then I'll probably take some of that, actually. Okay, yeah, Sick. sure, sure, uh, sure, yeah, sure, sure. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Get out of here, sport well, boy. <laughs> while this is going on, can I sneak round to um, Chad's car and draw a penis on it? Uh, yeah, roll me a uh, weird check and uh, roll me a smart check, Chad, to notice. Okay, smart check. Yeah. That's just one dice, isn't it? Because none of you took smart. Of course. <laughs> yeah. We're all Is it a rocks. five to succeed? Yeah. yeah. It's a five. I got a five as well. Oh, roll off. Each of you roll one dice, see who does better. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. I got a five again. I got a three, so no. Nope. Okay, so... Cass, you you start and you get the hairy balls done, uh, but you're you're drawing the shaft and uh, and Chad, you turn around and you notice the Cass is graffitiing a big dick on your car. Oh, you're giving me like a custom schlong on my car. I love that. What? I I, I don't understand you, sports people. I just everyone don't has flames on their cars. No one has dicks, so you know I'm gonna be the first person driving around with a dick car, and I love it. High five! All right, you do you. Whatever. Much to everyone else's chagrin, another even cooler car, like a Ferrari, pulls up. And this, like, prissy-looking kid with a bow tie steps out. It's like, Bye-bye, father! Mm. Uh, all these kids have weird noises that they make. <laughs> At least we can all agree we Bye -bye, hate that Daddy. And Chad, you know that this is Evan. Oh, hi, Bradwick. Don't even talk to me, Evan. I think I'll talk to whomever I want. After all, I am Sherman the Lobster, the greatest mascot this side of the East River. <laughs> Yeah, why aren't you wearing your lobster costume anyway? We don't always have Ugh. to be in costume us thespians. <laughs> Mascots are just like so an early, lame. A, it's just like a crash course in in state propaganda. Who even are Call you? Yeah, what thespian? he said. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> Where? Who am I? Who's any of us? You know. Uh. <laughs> so you guys hear uh uh. <clears throat> from the uh, front entrance of the school. Uh, and you all, as you kind of look over and start to approach, you see a, a figure shrouded in shadow uh, blocking your way into the school. And the figure just lets out a 
<laughs> that sends a shiver down your spine, and emerging from the shadows is the long, slender figure of everyone's least favorite geography teacher, Mr. Skeffington. His long features sneer down uh. at you all and stretch into a wide smile. You're mine. <laughs> Let's get you all inside, shall we? Uh, actually, I, ha- I have to do a quick smoke break before we go in. It's like it's actually for my health. There's no smoking allowed on school property. Uh, I also have to do a, a smoke break. Cass, can I have some cigarettes? Who are you kidding, Lex? Uh, you little burnout. Uh, uh, You're right, I don't smoke. Uh, exactly. I mean... I mean, I can give you some if you want, but... No, no shit yeah, back on school property, I young can... lady. Now I want all of your butts inside this school right now, you hear me? Uh, fucking fine. Oh, whatever, Scaff. You're, you're just a petty tyrant, Scaff. Yeah. And you'll fall like they all do. Isn't that by you, Lex? <laughs> Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist a podcast that explores the world through a personal feminist perspective. Check out new episodes Mondays and Fridays for a wide variety of topics and news episodes. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Rage on. As you're all guided through this school by Mr. Skeffington, you walk past the entrance to the cafeteria. You see a couple of the lunch lads and ladies unloading a fresh shipment of frozen chicken nuggets. You then go past... (laughs) You then go past the art studio where you see several sculptures and oil paintings left out to dry over the weekend. Uh, And as you pass Principal Scratch's office, you see the door is ajar and, and the light on. Finally, as you pass the computer lab, you see that all the machines are powered on. Everyone roll me a quick smart check. Oh. Was that just one dice? Too many smart checks yeah. in this game. It's a six. Oh, I got Chad's four. rolling well today. All right. What'd you get, James? It's a two. Okay. So, Chad, you're the only one to see this. You see that the same symbol is being projected onto the screens of each of the computers. It is a triangle with an eye in the center. Uh, but you are whisked away before you see any. <laughs> Oh, it must be a rival sports team or something playing a prank on our computer lab. Oh! <laughs> Your final stop through the cavernous hallways of Shermer High School is the library. The library is a huge cavern of books, magazines, and newspapers. Mr. Skeffington presents you six desks where each of you are told to take a seat. I'm gonna straddle my seat backwards so that I'm facing away from the desk and my legs are like wrapped around the back of the seat. Lex is gonna like go to sit down normally, see that Cass is like straddling it and then like try to find some way to sit on the desk just to one up them. (laughs) Roll me a strong check to actually see if you can stay on the desk. I rolled a one. You fall flat on your face. (laughs) Oh, you know, I'm just, you guys, I'm hurt. I'm hurt, you guys. Oh. Oh my god. Yeah, you you would stare. Can't you see a, a man in pain? That's enough out of you, Lex. All right, you just sorry. Get yeah, fair. Seat. No, fair, fair. You want to be here next weekend? No, no, please don't. I don't want that, dude. I'm gonna lean into Mr. Skeffington and just kind of go, oh, Skeff, uh, 
I can't actually uh, be in the library too long because uh, I, uh, I, I start to hear the books laughing at me. Um, and I get I get really itchy. I just don't like being around this many books in, in one place. So Sit down, I'm you just, little Just like, worm. go outside and... Oh, fine. And then I'll pull Evan's seat that he was about to take out from under him and sit on it. Uh, roll me a strong check to see if you can do it before Evan sits down. Okay, so is that three dice? Uh, yeah. That's my fabulous. Does that mean I've got a risk factor in there as well? No, no, no risk factor. No, no risk factor. Cool. Um, <laughs> it's two sixes. <laughs> so Evan is just like about to sit down like, oh, yes, what a nice cushion for my bottom. And then you just, and he falls flat. Eat floor, oh! Evan. <laughs> Mr. Skeffington, you have to take this Neanderthal out of here. I can't be in the same room as him. It's not my fault if you've got no balance skills, Evan. Oh, you're such a, you're such a dweeb. You're such a little... You're such a little waste of no, you're, space. No, you're you're a waste of space. You're you're a dweeb. Can't even come up with an original insult. Hey, both of you, that is enough. I want you are to make no noise. You are not to read. You are not to laugh. There will be no fun of any kind had today. Am I understood by each of you? No. Chad's just gonna raise his hand. Like, but what if, what if I just like have a really funny thought and I just want to laugh about it? And what if that happens? Like, and it's just an accident. Like, is that allowed? I feel like. You think you're tough, kid? You think you can take me, huh? I mean, I'm the scaff. I mean, I probably could take you. I mean, you're. You want to mess with the bull? You get I, the horns. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna. I, I would never like. But, I mean, if it was you and me on the pitch, yeah, I could take Shut it. up! Chad, shut up. Cassidy Ferguson. Cass. Do you understand what I'm saying? No. Everything that comes out of your mouth is like... <laughs> Good fun. Well, congratulations. You just bought yourself another Saturday with me. Thank you. I shall treasure it always. You want to go for a second one? Yeah, bring it on. Bring it on, mate. We'll go for three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, All right. sure. There's another one. Cass, I got, Fuck yeah. Cass, I got, and another I one. I feel like this is getting counterproductive, Slick. Cass. <laughs> I got you for the rest of your natural born life. Of course. Sure. Yes. I will just make my home here. I get this. You want to look tough in front of all these other kids. You think it's your deal. You might, you might all think this kid's bitching. You might think she's all right, but guess what? She ain't nothing but a little flame out. She ain't gonna do nothing but burn out. Hey, Skeff, you're, you're, you, you're, you, you, you're, you're like a, you. Shut up, Lex. Oh. <clears throat> nice one, Lex. Ain't no one gonna remember Cass Ferguson five years from now. Hey, Cass, did you mean that about the nice one thing, or was that like, was that sarcasm? Was that for real? That that was that was sarcasm. Yeah, that was legit Good. sarcasm. Because I don't want your approval. All right, that's enough. I will be just down the hall in the geography classroom. If I hear any funny business, then you're all going to get the horns. Have I made myself clear? And he holds up kind of two fingers as horns, very much like the teacher in the Breakfast Club. <laughs> 
Chad's just gonna silently nod because he doesn't want to make a noise and get in more trouble. <laughs> Ever since um, he made the comment about um, five years from now, Cass has just been staring him straight in the eyes, saying yeah. nothing. <laughs> and uh, and Mr. Skeffington kind of backs away out of the library and uh, is is gone. Oh, that wasn't very nice. Oh, I forgot you were here, dude. I was going to say, these guys are, like, I... calling each other, like, dweebs, but they're, like, the jock <laughs> ones and you're the dweeb one, but you've escaped, like, all calls of being called a dweeb. Remind me what this kid's name is. Does it matter? Does it matter what his name is? I feel like we don't need... The, My like, name we don't, is Billy. We don't need your name, Boyd. Uh. We just need to remember <laughs> you as an image. <laughs> you know what, Billy? You remind me of my sister. I like you. Oh, thanks, man. Not many people do. <laughs> and he just takes a puff of his inhaler. Hey, man, can I have a puff in your inhaler? That looks kind of fun. <laughs> uh, sure. Cool. Sick. Thanks. I just take a massive half on the inhaler. Chug, 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 chug. You feel you, your breath passageways have never been more open. Oh man, I just I feel so clear right now. It's just <laughs> sweetest feeling in the world. You should uh, <laughs> you should every time you take a cig every time you smoke a cigarette you should uh, you should you should puff the inhaler so you can smoke twice as much and get twice the effect. Fuck yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Awesome. Steal that and pass Damn it off as my No. Own. I mean, okay, I'll do it. Smoking. No. <laughs> <laughs> smoking actually makes you real bad at football, I've heard. So you should maybe think about that. Like, well, I don't want to be good at football. I don't even follow sports ball. I don't know anything about it. Like, Chloe is a kicker, I guess. I don't. I wouldn't know, not that I'd know, and you're like obviously a quarterback. Um, excuse yeah. me, uh, the kicker is maybe the most important role on the team. Who else would score those field goals well, or something? Well, I don't know that because I know nothing about sports. Yeah, Chloe's actually real good. She's a very valuable member of our team. Oh, oh, oh no. Once again, I am victimized by everyone. Lex is going to like stride away, just try and find like a wide open area that where everyone can see him and like, like, like lay down with like a hand on his head, like reading a book of like poetry that he'll just pick up, but it's not even poetry. It's just a book. I'm just going to walk across his face. <laughs> what? On his face? On his across face. Across my face? Yeah. No. Roll me. <laughs> roll me. Uh, both of you, roll me a strong check to see if you can uh, get away from this. I got a six. I got a five. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, Cass just goes to like stomp with her big boots <clears throat> on your face, but you manage to pull away just fast enough. <laughs> Once more, violence is inflicted upon me. Ugh. I thought you'd understand me, but nobody understands me, Cass. Well, I know a thing or two about violence. This brute over here pushed me into a bin. <laughs> Evan, you asked for it. You know what you did. Oh, please. Addie Bradwick is about as dim as you and twice as ugly. You shut your mouth. Why are you even here anyway? What'd you do? I bullied your sister. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I forgot. I forgot about that. Jeez. Ugh. Talk about 
dim-witted. <laughs> no, no, talk about, talk about, um, peed in your pants, because you peed in your pants, I reckon, sometimes. You look like someone who pees in their pants. I think, <laughs> hey, everyone, this kid peed in his pants. <laughs> wow, good one. Yeah, good one, Chad. <laughs> Oh, is the general consensus that we think that was good or bad? You guys think that was a good one or a bad one? I'm just trying to gauge the room so I know whose side I'm on. I thought I thought it was a really good one. I was amused by how bad it was. It was funny because it was so bad. Chloe tiebreaker. Chloe. She's just looking at you. She's just looking at you like with absolute disdain. Get my name out of your mouth. Mouth breather. Whoa. What do you breathe through? If not your mouth. My nose, you fucking... All the time? Most of the time, I breathe through my my nose. That's really bad for your synapses, actually. (laughs) That's like a one-shot path to inflammation. Just like exclusive nose breathing. Why do you think you can take air in through your lungs? Like, through your mouth? I mean, I do, but... If you were meant to like breathe, if you weren't meant to breathe through your mouth, you'd only be able to eat through your mouth and breathe through your nose, right? So, uh, uh, what do you yeah, do when you have a cold, get, Chloe? Get what do you do when Chloe. you have a cold? <laughs> get fucked. I'm sorry, but guys, like, can either of you kick? No, I don't think so. So maybe let's not criticize Chloe's breathing technique because clearly it's working for her. I can, I can fucking kick kicking. with the best of them, mate. I can fucking kick with the best of them. Do you want a kicking contest right now? Uh, no, Ugh. no, no, no. Classic. I've already, I've already been, been, I've been put in detention for being a bit of violence, so I should probably, you know, not, Classic not cast. kick another student. You're, I can't believe you're playing his game, Cass. That's why I'm the outcast and you're the poser. Because all you want is his approval. Splays himself out, desperately trying to like get uh. as much of his chest out as possible. Get everyone's attention as much as you can. You think I'm nice. a poser? Have Have you been to see Pisshead live? I don't think so. Oh, I've seen Pisshead live. Sounds like a poser band. It's got nothing on Garth, Uncle. I mean Zeppelin. Uh. Chad, about like a few seconds later, kind of out of time with the rest of this discussion, is like, <laughs> Pisshead. <laughs> That's what they should call Evan. Uh, guys, maybe we should, like, just be quiet. We don't really? want to get in any more trouble. You haven't been relevant in any intercharacter what? drama this whole time. You're re- like, stick to your lane. Oh. <laughs> so, guys, I saw Nuggets in the cafeteria when we went past earlier, so I think... I think we should go check that out. Cause you know, you can't be enemies over like a nice plate of nuggets, I don't think. So let's all eat some, should we get some nuggets? I'm gonna steal some nuggets, but just because I like stealing, not because I want to help you take part in anything. Okay, sounds good. As you guys are discussing nuggets, uh, you hear from deep within the depths of the library, a slow before the lights suddenly go dark, plunging you into pitch black. You all feel your hearts racing as footsteps echo through the stacks of books and thin breathing accompanying. What do you do? 
Oh my God, Cass, Billy needs his inhaler back. He can't breathe. Can you hear him? <laughs> oh, fine. There you go. Throw it in the face. <sighs> what are you doing with the lights, Evan? Cut it out. Oh. I'm not doing it. It's not me. You think this is... I can't believe you guys are freaking out over this. You think this is scary? I do scarier stuff than this every day. I'll go... Uh, I'll go ch uh, uh, show you that this guy doesn't, this isn't scary at all, because I have something to prove. All right, let's go check it out then, Let's. Yeah, Chloe, I will, if you come yeah. with me, because I don't like feeling alone. Okay, yeah. let's go. Good. I think we should all go, actually. I mean, I'm up for it. These guys can't handle it. Like, if there's it. something... If there's something weird going on, I want to be right in the middle of it. Okay. I mean, I'm nothing if not a team player, so like obviously, yeah, I'll come with you to check it out. Cause sports. This has nothing to do with sports, Chad. Sure. Why does everything have to be about sports? I just don't have much else in my life, uh -huh. okay? I mean, I'm the lobster, and even I don't have that much butter. <laughs> what? Shut up, Evan. <laughs> I just push Evan. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. What? How is any of this fair? What does pushing have to do with being fair? How would fair pushing ever be fair? <laughs> well, if you guys are all going, then I guess I'll stay here. Because I don't follow the crowd. Uh, I don't think so. All right. What? And, and Chloe <laughs> no. grabs your arm and starts marching you Good, into the stack of books. because this was my original idea, so this is what I wanted anyway. Uh, so all of you, I believe, are going into the books to look yeah. what's going on? Okay. What do you guys want to do? What are you looking for while you're in here? You can hear kind of some footsteps echoing around. Some... I'm going to try and work out what direction the breathing's coming from and see if we can see anyone. Yeah, roll me a smart check. Okay. That's a four. Uh, no, you don't, but, um, Chad, as you're kind of looking around, looking at everything, you kind of see a, you see on one side, a figure kind of move, shift past in the darkness, past a little bit of light creeping in from a door, and then another one, another side, and are there multiple figures in here? What's happening? Are there people in here? What's going on? So this is why I just don't normally like to go to the library, you know? It's just weird shit in here. It's weird. This isn't like it's normal library stuff, Chad. This is not what it's normally like. Because, no. like, I've just, I ne hardly ever go in here because, like, I just, like, the books make me feel weird. And then, like, it goes dark and then there's, like, figures running around and breathing weird. Like, yeah, it, it's just typical library vibes. It's like this because of me, actually. It's because of, of my dark, shadowy uh, presence. Uh, oh, okay. Well, can you cut it out? <laughs> you would want that, Chad. Guys, I'm really scared. What do we do? Is that Billy again? <laughs> Get out of here, Billy. I just want to point out, every time I do Billy's voice, I raise my arms up like I'm holding onto a backpack. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Embody him, Zach. Embody him. All right, you know what? Billy, why don't you contribute something? It's all... The square's all yours. Contribute something, Billy. Um... Well, I guess the first thing we should do is try and get the lights on. 
Um, nah. I, there might be a fuse box down here somewhere. I don't think we should get the okay, light Okay, Billy, on. you go find the fuse box. Oh, why, don't, why don't you on the light on Lex? What? Because, because I like the dark. Because I'm a shadowy, troubled man, troubled individual. Uh, but if there's, like, spooky figures in here, I think maybe we should, like, try and get them on. There aren't spooky figures. I'm the spooky figure. It's all tricks of the light from me. You've all been fooled. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, if we've been fooled and now you've told us we've been fooled, then I don't think there's any harm in putting the light on now that, you know, you've, you've had your fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's such a good point, Chad. Wow, you're so smart. Fine, then I will go try. I'll go put the light Thanks. on then just to prove that it is me and it's all me the whole time. That'd be great. Thanks, Lex. I believe in you. You guys start to make your way over to where Billy thinks the fuse box is. Uh, can everyone also make me a smart check again? Mm-mm. It's a six. <gasps> it's a five. Three. It's a five. Mm. Okay, great. So you guys start to hear like footsteps echoing around you. First, you think they're on the left, then they're on the right. And like, there's clearly someone else in here in the darkness following you. Whether it's one person or two, you're not sure. Uh, and you can hear like breathing following you down the bookshelves. Do they sound bigger than me? Um, with the six? Yeah, they do sound bigger. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. Ha, I scared you. But we you. can't see anyone. I scared no. you, Chad, with my spooky breathing. Uh, and you guys make it to the, the fuse box and, uh, I mean, Lex, do you know how to do this? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, because I did it, I did it in the first place. So obviously, it's oh, so you could you could turn the lights back on because I know I, I I know a bit of electrical engineering. Shut up, Billy. I'll do it. Oh. I can do it. I mean, I wouldn't want. No, I'm not gonna because I don't want you guys to know that I'm helping. So no, so you wait, do it. Who's doing it? You. I'll do it. <laughs> you, Billy. Uh, okay. Okay. Lex is just like desperately trying to like get as much attention on him as possible, but also disrupt enough to keep everybody away. He's really torn. Uh, okay, amazing. So I would like everyone now to quickly make me a risky. This isn't in the game, but I want everyone to roll a risk dice. Let me know if uh, if you get a one. Is this just one dice? That just we're one rolling? dice. Just one dice. Did you get a one? I got a one. No, I got a five. I got a one. You got a five. What'd you get, Cass? I got I got five as well. Okay. So for everyone listening at home, a risk dice is something you normally add to uh to to a roll to try and succeed, but if you get a one on a risk dice, uh you suffer a consequence. Oh no. And what's your risk table, James? Uh oh, my risk table, is that hot? That is hot. Yeah. I think. Okay, great. So yours is get mean. So, okay, give me a second. Okay. So Billy is kind of steadfast, like looking through the, um, the fuse box and it's like, oh, hang on. I think I, I think I can fix it. Hang on. Okay. And all the lights come back on and suddenly in a flash, you see that there's this tall, dark figure with a hood on. You can't see the face holding a meat hook that suddenly swipes and catches Billy. And you are all sprayed and spotted in blood. 
and the figure starts to drag Billy away. Oh, guys, Wormer, help me! Oh. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I've got something to prove, so I'm gonna rush forward and try and like, try and like save save Billy, I guess. Save and look, Billy! And look really like and look really like sexy while I do it. Like look really dramatic okay. and windswept. Okay, uh, roll me roll me two risk dice and um, roll me two risk dice and a strong check. Uh, I got a two on my strong check, but I got a six on one of my risk die. So that is a success. Uh, so you manage to grab hold of Billy's legs and you're like pulling him and you've gone for a second, but you realize you're pulling him against the meat hook. You're like, ah, ah, no, no, wait. And you do stop the figure for a second, giving someone an opportunity to do something else if they want. I want to try and like, Grab and uncloak the. You want to uncloak the. If that's the yeah, what what would I need to roll to try and do that? Is that strong? I'll say this is a dangerous action, but I would like you to roll two risk dice, please. Okay, and I I roll to, to see if I get it. Is that my strong thing? Uh, no. you you're gonna roll strong. Yeah, you're gonna roll strong. So here. three dice. And I then want two risk I want to see this. actually two successes from this. Two. Oh, okay. I'm gonna. I, I this roll might not exist in the game, but I'm I'm making things okay. up as I go. Well, there are no successes. Ha! And then if we roll my two risk dice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a four and a three. So are those? Okay. Neither. None of those happen? succeed, but you don't get like a point of a risk. Okay. So. You run at the figure who just knocks you back into a bookshelf that collapses and it starts like this chain reaction of bookshelves having to knock back and everyone in the group has to run away quickly to avoid uh, getting smacked under one. Uh, Strong check from you, Lex. I need you to see if you get buried under books right now. Nice one, Chad. I thought you were supposed to be sports boy. This is why I hate libraries. They just throw me off my game. Four? No, so you, uh, you suddenly, a bunch of books uh, fall on you and oh, you are buried no. under the books and no. you let go. You let go of Billy's feet and, <laughs> and Billy gets dragged away by the figure. You weren't even contributing anything, Billy. You were only here to die first. I knew it. You have an underfoot personality, Billy. So as Billy is dragged away into the distance and a domino effect of falling books hits the entire group, we are going to find out what happens next time on Dead Channel. And so we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to High School of Horror Episode 1. Please go out and support our players today, starting with Maddie Searle. You can find her on Twitter at Maddie underscore abstract, where you can find a pinned tweet with all of her different projects, including shows like Chapter and Multiverse, but also The Empty Children, a Doctor Who discussion podcast. Follow James Barbarossa on Twitter at Barbarossaphone. He also made all of the music for today's episode and the rest of the series and the rest of Realms of Peril and Glory. <laughs> so if you like the music that he makes, go and follow him. And if you want some done for yourself, get in touch. And hey, maybe he'll make some just for you if you pay him. <laughs> 
You can also follow Laura Gerling on Twitter and Instagram at by Laura Gerling. She's an incredible illustrator and has an Etsy shop as well. So go check that out at bylauragerling.etsy.com. You can follow myself personally on Twitter at Zach F-G, that's Z-A-C-K-F-G. I talk about RPGs and all sorts of cool things uh, that you may want to be informed about. Also, I talk a bit about making the show and what that's like, so that's pretty cool. Again, on Twitter at ZachFG, Z-A-C-K-F-G. As always, you can support us by heading over to Patreon.com slash light and tragic high school of horror premiered about a year ago for a lot of people over on patreon because it was one of our exclusive games you are now getting all of the episodes quite significantly later in 2023 rather than in 2022 but that's okay but if you would like to get some of our exclusive games, including Into the Past and Viva La Revolution and the upcoming games, Veil, Adventures in Athril and Veil, Rapscallion Rule, then head over to patreon.com slash light and tragic and join us at the $8 a month producer tier. Believe me, there's a lot of good stuff on there that you'll get your money's worth for and you'll continue allowing this independent podcast to survive. Truly, I could not make this show on the same scale without your support. So much appreciated. Anything that you contribute would be a huge, huge help. Thank you. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RealmsPod. That's R-E-A-L-M-S-P-O-D. There we talk about the show, we share clips, it's a good place to be. You can also learn about upcoming seasons of the show before they launch, so go check that out. Again, we are on Twitter and Instagram at RealmsPod, that's R-E-A-L-M-S-P-O-D. You can, of course, as always, check out the merch store, where we have various different pieces of merch connected to the various different seasons of Realms of Peril and Glory. The link for that is in the show notes, so go check it out. I think that's just about everything that I have for you today, so thank you so much for listening, and goodbye. What does feminism mean to you? During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I use my background in journalism and draw on women's life experiences to add to the conversation on topics that matter to fellow feminists like you. Now in its second season, listen to new episodes each month as we explore finding yourself through divorce, battling call-out culture, questioning our ideas about masculinity, and discovering why girls' confidence plummets in their preteens. Guests include Stephanie Kuntz, historian and author of Marriage, a History, April White, author of Divorce Colony, and Loretta Ross, professor on white supremacy and call-out culture at Smith College. Listen to Thread the Needle on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.